0: we love sports we're crazy about it we watch our favorite teams play we cheer our little hearts out then we spend the next couple of days arguing and dissecting games in 2020 that all stopped tournaments were canceled stadiums sat empty quiet the olympic games in tokyo were postponed the olympics all because of the coronavirus the philippine basketball association alone says that it lost 30 million pesos a month because of the pandemic
1: ever since the lockdown so we were all taken by surprise given that sporting activities both professional amateur and of course, on the entertainment and business science, we're put at a halt. Of course, this left people scrambling for what's next to be done to be able to move forward, especially for those who have actually dedicated their lives to the industry, you no? Know?
0: This is Relly San Agustin. Relly has been in the sports marketing industry for more than 20 years. He now runs his own company, RSA One Sports Group and works with top brands like the National Basketball Association, Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. On the side, he's also the Commissioner for Football for the UAAP, or the University Athletic Association of the Philippines. In this episode of B-Side, Relly speaks with Business World reporter Mike Morillo about 2020, the lost year for sports.
2: It goes without saying that 2020 is a lost year for sports. What's your take on that?
1: It's not really a sad situation, but it's more stressful to be in this situation right now because now our lives depend on this. And as we go along and observe, you know, how other countries are trying to cope or trying to move forward, it seems that in our case, baby steps pa, ma bagal yung progress natin. So but the only thing we can do is really wait. Because the only sane thing to think of is we're all in this together.
2: What are your thoughts on how the community is handling it? What does it say about the local sporting scene?
1: Okay, well, three different things. No? One is, of course, people are coping and trying to find alternative ways to make use of their profession, especially in sports. No? So let's say, for example, you mga coaches natin. Since walang opportunity to actually be on the field or on court, they result to online activities yeah? to continue the professional training with the kids. And of course, they'll be able to earn on that. Others naman. Those who really don't have the experience to do online activities, they try to stay relevant. So let's say they create podcasts or webcasts where they talk about the sport that they love. And creatively, they can just like pull certain personalities. The second one is, of course, pivoting in terms of looking at other forms of livelihood. Getting into businesses that's needed by the community at this very moment. The basic necessities, food, water, clothing. Anything that will keep us bu- uh, busy or to keep us sane while we're stuck at home or even with the kids especially. Lastly is, you know, we work with what we have and the need to stay hopeful. But you know educational webinars, which uh, for me and myself also, I mean, it's continuous education. So at the same time, habang wala pa, habang I'm not able to do what I'm really supposed to do. As part of my work. and They are seeking education from top leaders globally. The good thing about this is because they begin to understand the pandemic and that they're offering their services for free because they're able to share. Everyone needs this to be able to go. And in a way, it's some sort of support. Support with other people so that we live together, we share together, we can educate ourselves together.
2: Based on your observation, what facets of the sporting scene or the way sports are being presented were greatly affected by the pandemic?
1: Well, for one, we all know that for brands, for organizers, summer is the busiest month where a lot of activities are being coped up and parents are inclined to look for recreational activities for them and the family. Because kids, summer is eh, And promos and events spike up at this time. Right? since na nga yung mga on-ground events natin, that's lost revenue. And that's a huge chunk. It can go from the thousands to the millions in terms of revenue. Eh. Now, in terms of TV coverage, let's say yung mga pro-amateur leagues, ba? alam natin, ongoing at this time yan. It's a whole year-round sporting activity so professional and amateur. Ad sales yan eh. And it really is a big hit on them going that wala tayong coverage kasi walang games. Brands pull out because they don't see the need. but They'd rather invest their money somewhere else. Now, I'd like to talk about ticket sales also. Alam natin, most of the leagues, they rely on ticket sales also for revenue. It's still a big problem. How it affects athletes, naman, especially I talk about collegiate sports. no? It's a struggle for them, especially for amateurs, to be able to, number one, to train, and then number two, to compete. These are what the youngsters need. They need to be able to improve have the competitive edge and to stay within top level or performance level. And because of that, pare, you notice that some of these players, especially sa football scene, no? they all jump to the pros already. High school pa lang, or papasok pa lang ng college, tumatalo na, playing na for you know, one of the teams in the PFL. You know, Of course, we can't stop that. Kasi like in Europe, yun, eh. yun, yun culture. But here kasi, of course, we value the college sports eh. Kasi us influence eh. And last September, alam natin, di ba, IATF already said that, okay, student athletic training will resume soon. The guidelines to be set by CHED. But if I'm not mistaken, Mike, I'm not sure kung wala pa, eh. Kasi I've been monitoring this. Parang wala pa, eh. There are no guidelines yet, eh. Kasi if there was, then all these collegiate, even high school, coaches, should have been training already. Pero wala pa. Now, you nakikita ko sa national athletes... They have to travel abroad now, kung saan flexible or lenient yung guidelines, so that they'll be able to continue to train. And it's been accepted. Kasi nga, like in KL or in the US, voila, people are still doing what they're doing, they're training, so even the kids are out there playing already. So it's still a problem for us. And you know, I'm hoping that it can be resolved soon.
2: During this pandemic, ABS even was also forced to shut down. It was a major player in presenting sports in the country what kind of impact will it have both for the now and when sports get back in the swing of things? How much of a loss was it for leagues that called it home, like the UAAP and the NCAA?
1: So ideally, it's a big blow for ABS, right? That they've lost such big properties that they've built for so many years, right? And uh, have developed and, of course, have already you know, generated as much revenue as they can. No? UAP, bread and butter. And, and even for the leagues itself, vice versa, of course, they charge broadcasting rights for this. Right? And that's basically the budget that will actually run the league. Right? And that's revenue for the schools to be able to continue to recruit athletes, to develop their program, etc. But on the other side, for the league, initial loss, or it's not it's something that they're worried about because. My TV5 Kapay, eh. my GMA7. Diba? Actually, rolling in a bidding war for sure for that one. I've heard that. my bidding war yan to get the UAP or the collegiate sports. So it's not a total loss for the leagues eh. I say marketable na siya eh. They've already established themselves. Diba? And people are waiting for the leagues to resume. Regardless kung saan bang channel na yan, kung anong broadcaster na yan, uh, they'll be there. And whoever network takes it, that's a win for them. For sure. Kasi na they'll be able to capitalize on that. Kasi they know it's a marketable product. And these broadcasters will not mind paying the broadcasting rights of the leagues because they'll recover that right away, especially basketball, volleyball, number 2 you They're good to go. Everything else is gravy.
2: The bubble concept is widely being considered as an avenue to take for leagues and training for national athletes. What are your thoughts on that? It's viability and sustainability. And what alternative ways are there Know, to go about the return push apart from a bubble.
1: So again, we look at how this all came about, this bubble. Na to, it, the NBA did it and it cost them about $150 million. PBA followed suit, 65 million pesos. Yung PFL, which is a semi-bubble, because they're not enclosed, $6 million to be able to stage that. I agree with the bubble. Seclusion is needed. There's no alternative way. You really have to control it. the player's Officials, utility, the executive board, from coming in and out of the areas where the teams are playing. But Mike, ito lang yung challenge. Eh. They know that they're spending money, and then of course now they're still trying to figure out, okay, how do we recuperate these expenses? Now we have to figure out now whether the corporate sponsors are actually buying into the whole concept of actually seeing a game where no fans are there; it's just being played, parang practice lang yan. So again, it's all a wait and see for us. It's a test. On whether the bubble will work after PBA has finished their first conference, after PFL has finished their first season, uh, which is what, four or five weeks from now, can they actually continue again? On the lighter side of things, sa PBA, alam natin, you know, all the teams are backed up by brands, eh, by companies. And those companies are all FMCG, Telco, ba, which are all big revenue earners. For others, na, alam natin isa lang yung sponsor, the sponsor, and rely only on teams for registration fees yan ang challenge question is now if this is successful can the university leagues will they be able to follow big question pa rin yan eh. pero for me a player in college or in high school is number 1 still a student and number 2 an athlete and as long as we're still stuck at home still online schooling and everything ba? i think sports in the university should take a second field muna priority eh diba that's my take on it. And I think it's valid. Because eh. for everything to be normal, especially when you're playing for school, the school first has to be normal. You have to get back to normal to get to school. But abang walapa, walapa. Right now, it's really either you know seclusion, eh, Because like I've seen, some friends, diba? Especially in the production business, you know, with their LED walls and their cameras, yung production, Because eh. they know now that you know they can create some sort of uh, strict measures to be able to set up production and then imbued lang and everyone is just home watching all these things online that's what i think virtually that's what needs to be done
2: as the community forges ahead how should the players like leagues organizers approach the return push as far as marketing is concerned engaging fans finding sponsors
1: I'm also a student right now of it. No? And I've only realized this. Right? It's really in tune with the times where we really need to get into digital, to online and social media. Because there, people are on their mobile phones of all ages. But for us, we're all on social media. We are, we're all on Facebook. We're on Instagram. People are watching on YouTube. Right? And these are the things where sports marketers like us should be able to capitalize. Right? So what's the best thing that we can do? Try to create online events, online campaigns for these brands. Like last week, someone approached me. Parang can you help me look for someone who can do social media for a PBA team? It's how to get those fans to engage with social media. Kasay freehand ka, you're able to do not only professional stories, but you can do mga behind the scenes, di And that's what captures the interest of all these fans. Yeah? And if you notice, ka through the years, the budget has actually diverted to online media. Because alam natin less work, post it, you're boosting and engaging. So that's a strategy I see. We have to expand our business and focus more on the digital stuff because everyone's doing it. Globally, it's already being done. And right now, given that we're in this situation, so we have to be able to Learn globally. Everyone was just watching what the NBA was doing. Okay? Hindi basketball lian, all different sports. How they were creating value for their sponsors. And, you know, no need to reinvent. They just copy, paste. Dwa? Gawin natin dita. Let's put LED walls. And everything can be branded. And of course, everything that can be done. Webcasts, podcasts, personalities that can talk about the league. All the leagues now are saying, okay, oh, saama ka Guest kami because they need that. They need to be able to have the free hand to be able to say, I'd like to thank my sponsors or what's this. I say that's value for
2: them. On the flip side, what opportunities do you see of the current situation with the pandemic?
1: We all know right now that the only sport that has sort of like been given a big boost right now is eSports. And even the experts have already assessed or analyzed that eSports will be the next big thing now. Because again, all you need to do is be at home and are going to play, ba? The nationals, nationals, na yan, I mean, right now, with no existence of a big venue where mo, they're all playing at home, right or they're playing online. And you have a lot of gamers, but what's surprising about esports is that not only are the players getting the traction, even the viewers, they like watching all these players actually playing the game. They're becoming like superstar athletes, bigger than a LeBron, ba? And the following is there. And it still connects to online. Eh? And that's the way to engage the consumers now.
2: How do you see the sports industry in 2021 and beyond? Can Philippine sports recover from this episode? For me,
1: it's still a wait and see. I'm not saying that, okay, I'm already planning ahead to summer. What are we going to do? Should I tap the NBA again? Or should I tap what's his branch and propose something? Or is it in junior NBA or NBA 3X? You know, wala, eh? And that's where it is. We just have to be patient, wait and see. What happens, even though other countries are already progressing, that doesn't mean to say, na we okay, dapat tayo rin we na we have to look at our own situation. We have to make sure that our cases go down or controlled, but we will recover gradually. Baby steps. Niyan, ba? That's why I always say patience is needed. And of course, we have to continue to observe safety precautions. But as long as you know, when everything comes to normal, we will all go back to normal as well. Secured rin yan, yung positions natin or everything. I know that we suffer a lot of retrenchments or downsizing because of the pandemic. But again, there's always, there's always more job opportunities out there. Be resilient, that's what we say.
0: And that concludes another episode of B-Side. Once again, you heard sports marketing professional Rally San Agustin talking with Business World reporter Mike Murillo. It's going to be a long, hard trek back for sports, and stadiums will have to sit quiet for a little while longer. But we, the fans, will be back. Besides, who doesn't love a good comeback story where the underdog, beaten and bruised, comes from behind and wins it all? That's the ending we're hoping for. This B-side episode was recorded remotely in December in the lost year of 2020. This is Samuel Marcelo. Thanks for listening.